This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by guns. You're gonna need them. And now it's time for the Sports Lords. <laughs> You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead too. <laughs> No, is is Herb okay? He is okay. Oh, he's giving us a thumbs up. He's okay. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Oh, that was he's he's so committed, man. Yeah, that's a, he's a real actor. So he he sometimes you believe what he's saying, even though it's just an ad read. He gives yeah, it his all. He yeah. got me because I mean, as listeners, as you heard, Herb is a, a regular sound effects guy. <laughs> with his mouth he's like uh he studied that, with michael winslow michael winslow police academy that, I, I thought those were no real guns. idea yeah see yeah that's that's what's amazing about him is he's lived such like a rich life you know yeah, yeah. you think he's just this weird old pervy sportscaster but he's he actually learned sound effects from Michael Winslow. It's incredible, man. Amazing. Unreal. Yeah, you yeah know? he told me he was, for a while, he toured with Michael Winslow and was his understudy. So oh. if Michael had to, like, you know, he was sick for a show or he lost his voice, Herb would get out there, and he told me people could barely tell the difference, which is stunning because they look extremely different. They do. <laughs> Yeah. Another thing Herb told me once, he like cornered me in a weird way when we were still able to be around each other. He told me he taught Michael Winslow karate as well. Really? And martial wow. arts because the character on the on the movie had to know martial arts. So Herb said, I'm a black belt. And he taught him how to yeah. do it. Well, he told me he learned karate from Elvis. Yes. Or karate, as he says. Yes. Oh. And Elvis taught him in Memphis at his karate school, and Herb learned, and he's an expert. So that's, wow, that's amazing! Yeah, because because Herb was what, he's seventy eight. Yeah, seventy eight. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so shout out Herb. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad, glad you're, you're quarantining. Okay. Glad you're okay. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he is sort of like in that age group. That's uh, what do you call it? Um, Joining Antifa. No, well, yes. maybe, yeah. but also he's he's high risk. So <laughs> yeah. he's he's been quarantining. Um, so we're glad he's okay, able to still do the spots, and he's also high risk of spreading other diseases. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he said one time his words were, "I have a filthy dangle." <laughs> and yeah, he and his brother, uh, whose name I'm blanking on Ozymandias. right now. Ozymandias. Ozymandias, yeah. that's right. They are basically a two-person super spreader event for uh, venereal disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just put it bluntly. Um, yeah. So, which is a claim to fame in a way, you know? I mean. Absolutely. I, I mean, hey, you know, they lived through the 60s, so. And just it's a like, different time, different time. And they're just yep. like us and everyone else. Uh, 
themselves and their siblings all have the same venereal diseases. Yeah. You I mean, you I mean? got to check in with your siblings yeah. and find out, hey, which VD you running with? Same here, dog. Yeah, and- this is what I got. <laughs> got to catch up, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely Endless sibling true. competition, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, how was your guys' week? Um, it's fine. Uh, I, my wife, Kelly, and I are, are uh, officially moving to Atlanta next month. Oh! Hey. Uh, yeah, so that's... Congratulations, Jimmy. So big announcement here. Jimmy is leaving New York City to go down to Atlanta. Uh, Yeah. Um, You know, I'm I'm sure the city, the city's going to miss you. We're going to miss you. But at the same time, Mm. nothing will really change because we don't get to see each other in person anymore. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. We'll be doing exactly what we've been doing. Yeah, that's um, exciting. You're, no, that's you gotta great. be. You gotta be looking forward to that. I am excited. I am excited um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, primarily, I'm not excited about being unemployed, but I am excited about no longer having the job that I that I've had uh, for the last almost six years. So. It can't be that hard to find a new job in Atlanta, too, because when you're ready to get a new job, because we know basically the whole city. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh, but, yeah, excited to uh, leave my hell job that I've had for a long time. I so. worked at that hell job with you and for a little bit, and I can confirm mm-hmm. it is a hell job. Yeah. It's a hell it's place. A hell it's a hell job. It's a hell <laughs> staff it's it's yeah you know, customer base it's got the total package as far as hell jobs go it, it's got all the hell perks yeah so we'll be getting out of there that's no, that's, that's great good. that's huge news very yeah. exciting but i won't you know i'll be we'll be lords in every week you know like usual because uh that's that's what we do now everything is virtual as we heard everything in the song is, Exactly. That prophetic song from many months ago. <laughs> Who would have thought when I made that song, it would be true, I guess, forever. I, I mean, all your songs are true. Yeah, let's see. There's yeah. everything. I haven't made a song in a while. I, mean, I might need to crap fire up the studio again soon. Um, also, the songs Bernie Sanders wrote and released around the same time when you did that one song he did is also true. Why didn't you listen to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rock ballad. Yeah, that was true. And hey, but now we're riding with Biden. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really cool. Like uh, everything I've been and thousands of people have been protesting for the last few months apparently means nothing because we got Biden and Harris. It's awesome. Oh yeah. We get to vote for the people that installed and perpetuated the stuff we've been protesting. So it's great. It's good. Um, you know, the Democrats really plugged into what people Yeah, they really want. listen. I'm freaking yeah. stoked. I know you guys might not be, but I'm freaking stoked for Biden. And I'm even more stoked for Kamala. I think she's so like cool. I think they're such a cool duo. They inspire me. They make me want to be better and you know, I'm excited for the 
the soda the soda shops that are going to open up when Biden takes office, and the sock hops that are going to happen all across the mm-hmm. U.S. Once again, we're going to have sock hops. We're going to have soda jerks. We're going to have um, we're going to have uh, doo wop is going to come back. Doo wop's going to come back with mm-hmm. a fucking like it's going to come raging back. Like Do we might just want to turn this podcast into a doo wop group. We might. Yeah. I mean, remember the swing dance craze of the 90s? Oh, you ain't yeah. seen yeah. nothing. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. the, ro- the actual roaring 20s come back now. I, I'll yeah. audition if, if I could be bass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got the high notes? I'll go high. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, you come in with the sweet melody in the middle? You got, yeah, yeah, sure. You're the tenor, man. um yeah there's not gonna be street gangs anymore we're gonna have the greasers versus the socias which is gonna be great um (laughs) the socias yeah the socias man yeah what are the socias what's that they're like the popular kids they're like the prepsters yeah oh okay i didn't know that lingo i wasn't i wasn't hip to that jive oh Oh, get with it jack Daddy O. It's gonna be the world we're living in, my man. Everybody's <laughs> gonna you're either gonna have a best gal or your or a best guy, you know? Or maybe a steady gal or steady steady guy, depending on your preference, yeah. of course. Sure. I'm looking for a steady gal. Uh well I've got me a steady gal, but I'm looking to make her my best gal. Or sure. is that the is that the wrong order? Is it best I think gal? that's the right I think that's the right order. <laughs> just go get a couple malts you know go get a, you'll be good to go sure sure <laughs> can't wait yeah we're gonna have malts we're gonna have uh fizzy uh whatever <laughs> fizzy yeah fizzy pops we're yeah. gonna have mm-hmm. segregation i think uh <laughs> it's gonna be just the 50s it's gonna be daddy-o it's gonna be so sweet yeah, so that's how my week's been going. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too, man. Uh, I don't know. It's um, it's fucking twenty twenty, baby. Um, but sports have been happening, you know. Sports in America have been raging on despite coronavirus, and uh, that's a thing. It's they're happening. There's Although I did see, I I saw um. I hate to bring up a sore subject right off the bat, but European sports, Champions League, what the hell happened with Barcelona? I saw it was like an insane score against Bayern Munich last week. Yeah, man. Uh, I was wrong. I had predicted a 3-1 loss, but instead it was 8-2, the worst loss in history of Barcelona. Jesus. Um, basically, yeah, they it's – it's just like any other sport. It's a poorly constructed team that has aged together. It's the end of a. It's the end of a dynasty. Basically, mm-hmm. it's the end of an era. All the guys on Barca are like in their mid to late thirties, which is ancient in athletics. Sure, and so especially they, in soccer. Yeah, and so they didn't do because they were because Leo Messi and those guys are so good. There was no generation after them that got a chance to play. And so now you either have super old guys or 16-year-olds who've never played or had any experience, and there's nothing in between. And so it was just a bad constructed team, bad coach, 
and uh, they ran into the best team in the world, who's ruthless and uh, yeah, and German. I mean, Barcelona's mm. core is is built so poorly that their most expensive player was on the bench for Bayern because they loaned him out to them. Oh no! And he scored two goals against them. Who is that? Philip Coutinho, a Brazilian midfielder. So yeah, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand how the loan thing works. I mean, I guess it's pretty straightforward, but in in European football, that how they like loan players to other teams. So they just get money for that. Uh, yeah. So uh, they can get money, or it depends on the loan. It depends on the team, but. It'd be like the Braves, for example, if they had a prospect or a young guy that they wanted to get actual MLB reps in, if they could like send them to like the Rays or the Padres or something and go play a season there and then get reps there and then you come back. We still own your contract and then you can come mm. back. But sometimes they sell the contracts off. It's just it's a way to kind of usually offset young guys, not stars. But I for see. some reason they bungled the situation so bad that they did they, they debungled it debunglioed it they debunglioed it nice but yeah champions league was nuts barcelona got eliminated uh this man is the city knockout got ups- man city got upset by lyon which oh. unforeseen so now bayern munich plays lyon in one semifinal and then um the other semifinal is rb leipzig which is a weird german team that everyone hates and they're going up against Paris Saint-Germain, a team from Paris. So I guess I got to pull for Saint-Germain because they have an exciting team, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it'll be them and Bayern in the final. Yeah. And, yeah, that'll be good. I'll definitely watch that. Yeah. It's been real fun. A lot of goals, uh, like in every game. I can't believe it's been over a year because I remember watching last year's final Liverpool Tottenham yeah, at a bar near here in like um, Hell's Kitchen. A different world then. My girlfriend was showing me that we... Your best gal? My best gal. Your best gal. My steady gal was showing me that, yeah, a year ago, a couple of days ago, she showed me we were in Paris. Yeah. So it's Damn. like, Wow. If only I could have told a year ago, Kevin, what would be Stay here. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, stay here. Don't worry about it. Break your visa or break, I don't know, break the law, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't go back to America. It's bad there. It's going to get worse. Um, but, um, but yeah, Champions League's been nuts. That's been a, a fun watch in, in Europe. And um, yeah, it's crazy with soccer because they're going to finish that up and then have like a month off and start it all up again. That's wild. Damn. But that's what they kind of do normally anyway. They'll have like two months off. But even then, they're not real off times because they're touring the world usually to go make more money. Right. That's but, just um, crazy because it's such a um, – it's like one of the most demanding sports physically yeah. and then they just play it like nonstop is yeah. wild to me. But yeah, here in the U.S., it's 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 going differently. It's going. Um, it's, it's going full steam ahead uh, in most sports. Right? I've been I was watching la- uh, last week because there, there just seemed to be on ESPN on all the shows I was watching, like mass confusion about what the hell's going on with college football. 
Because there is. There is, yeah. But it, it was yeah. like what you were saying. Every like paid ESPN talking head was like, what's the point of the NCAA if like they can't get everyone on the same page here? Like what's happening? And I don't know. Have they gotten anywhere with that? Like it yeah, seems like – Let's start there with college football. Um, so last week we were talking about – I think we left off at the potential of some conferences opting out or the whole season getting the plug pulled. And I think the day our last step dropped, the big 10 and the PAC 12 postponed their seasons altogether. They, um, right. They just said, it's not worth the risk. They said their medical experts, uh, were advising against it and saying there was no way. Um, one of, them. One medical expert, actually an NCAA doctor or, or an NCAA advisor on the panel, Dr. Carlos Del Rio, he compared the whole situation of the Titanic. And his quote was, we've hit the iceberg and we're trying to make decisions of what time the band should play. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's rough. Yeah. That's a rough analogy. Um, so, yeah, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 pulled the plug. The ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are all go. in terms of the Power Five, are going full steam ahead. They are not pulling the plug. They're planning on playing. Uh, I saw Tennessee release their schedule today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I've been seeing some people talk about schedules on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm like, but, I, uh, it's, I don't want yeah. Yeah, it's become a crazy thing because when the Big Ten dropped out, Nebraska and their coach, Scott Frost, started acting like huge fucking babies and saying they might leave the conference or try to go play somewhere else because they don't give a shit. And then the rest of the Big Ten got real mad at them because they're like, you just joined us and you made a ton of money with us. Have a little bit of loyalty, you know? Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah, it's... um, it's crazy to me because also I've been seeing in the news today just before recording this that like a ton of schools, including Notre Dame, UNC, University of Texas have, that's just the name of the ones they like reported on, but they like opened as usual or like, you know, they, they allowed students on campus. They started in-person classes. They, you know, mass, blah, blah, blah. And already a lot of them have reversed course and been like, Actually, it's all remote learning. Go back home. Yeah, yeah. This isn't working. There's no way that – I mean, like, there's no way they can pull it off. It's. I think UNC had, like, within a few days, like, their their positive tests, like, tripled or something. Just, yeah. Just within the first few days of opening up. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just not going to – this is not doable. You can't have um, all these kids on mm-hmm. campus. I think – College football would work if they're the only people on campus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If yeah. it's only the team and coaches and it's not full of students, I think potentially you could monitor it a little bit better. But if there's students, just regular students everywhere, it's it's not going to work at all. Um, and, and going back to like a little bit of the Big Ten and stuff, after they opted out, uh, there is a lot of – parents there was there was a group of football player parents who drove all over all over the country to Iowa to the university to leave a a petition or a note or something on the president to reconsider Justin Fields the quarterback of Ohio State who's going to be either one or two in the NFL draft pick he's uh, petitioned and begging 
the Big Ten or Ohio State or the Big Ten to reconsider and play as well. So some players are fighting back, but then at the same time, players at FSU and Syracuse and other universities like that in the ACC are boycotting practices because the F- or the Syracuse guys were saying that uh, they're getting tested once every two weeks. Ooh, and they're like, this isn't damn. enough, and it's not what you guys promised us. And so That's... it's like the conferences are saying one thing. The players, some players are saying some things. Other players are saying something else. It's a fucking nightmare out there. There's no uniformity anywhere. I mean, yeah, it just seems to be the story of like every uh, thing in America that tries to just continue on. I mean, but that's especially bad, especially because you're dealing with amateur teenagers. Right. You're dealing with essentially children and you're like, "Uh, yeah, sorry. We like, we don't really have this figured out yet. Yeah. Well, it's, it's getting into weird territory too with, with the the conferences that want to go ahead and play. um, It's like, they're gonna they're veering towards having to admit that the football players are essential essential employees who uh, are necessary to like create revenue for the universities you know right so it's like there's this weird thing where like that that would be the best outcome in a weird way is if if they do force them to play that there could be some kind of reckoning with like player compensation, you know, because you can't make these kids play football while you're sending all the other students home, you know, without it, without basically admitting like, well, these guys make us too much money. So, right. I mean, they, of course their, their party line, I'm sure would be like, well, we don't want to deprive these kids of the opportunity to like get seen by NFL scouts and, and we don't oh, want to yeah. we don't want to deprive them of the joy of playing football like we want to do everything we can to but yeah i think you're right like if any anyone who's got half an iq will realize oh you're you make so much money off these kids and the school relies on that money so much you have to pay them you just have yeah. to like yeah. well it's also it's also showing just how shitty the NCAA and conferences and everything are For, they're basically a microcosm of our country where it's everyone has different information or wants to believe different things that help them out. So like every conference has their own set of doctors. They don't Mm -hmm. release the statements publicly. Like people will say, well, the doctors said it was fine. And it's like, okay, well, what did they actually say? And they don't make that public, but I don't understand how there's not like a board across all college football. that's like, we're making the decisions here, not the SEC's, you know, because every region's different. And, um, you know, in the in Georgia, it's just particularly bad right now with outbreaks and stuff. And maybe in Kentucky, it's not as bad. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's different everywhere, and everyone's handling it differently, every state, and that's affecting it too. And the other thing that's not being talked about uh, with college football too is, like, uh, everyone's like, well, just test them weekly and it'll be fine. And it's like, okay, who's going to pay for that? Alabama can afford all the state-of-the-art shit, but do you think – Mississippi state is going to have the same budget that Alabama has, or, you know, Northwestern in the big 10 budget is nowhere near what Ohio States is because everyone is different. So yeah, 
it just yeah, wouldn't work. There's so many variables. It's like, yeah, you, you really want to try and figure this out on the fly with when kids health is on the line. Cause it's yeah. one thing. Yeah. With like baseball, which, uh, they're pretty much the only sport, right? Currently that is doing no bubble and just trying to like kind of figure it out on the fly. And it hasn't gone particularly well. There's been multiple outbreaks. Yeah, but there was like a union and there was a commissioner or like the, the league and they both agreed. Right. So it was like two parties that discussed it and agreed. Where here it's however many parties want to be involved, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And the big difference is like they, oh, they were like, you can totally opt out if you want, but it's like, you know, of course, some guys are like, well, I can lose, you know, I can make millions of dollars. So it's worth it. Like, yeah. I'll take the risk. And there's uh, a couple college football players who started to opt out. I saw LSU had a couple guys opt out. Yeah. Ole Miss had a couple guys opt out. Uh, you know, it's it's good. I encourage those guys to do so, you know. But, you know, at this point, if they want to play, play. Like, who gives a shit? Let's all die. Let's do it. (laughs) Sure. We need college football. We have to have it. (laughs) Yeah. That, uh, like, if they, it seems like they're going to go forward with certain teams and conferences playing. Yeah. It's going to be bizarre. Like, selfishly for me, and a very shitty thing I'm about to say, but it's a thought I had. It's like, well, I'll get this will be Jarrett Garantano's last year. So we'll get him out of the way when it's like a weird season. And then Mm -hmm. Tennessee can move on with the rebuild process in 2021 (laughs) without Garantano. Oh yeah. Uh, Jared, you're going to make you come back to Jersey. I'm going to make you security at the bank. (laughs) You're going to work with Christopher. Christopher's going to get you a no show job. Okay. We're going to take care of you. You're going to work with Finn Latrulio. Okay. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He works construction. Um, the other thing, too, though, with, with college football, like the, the one thing that NCAA can control is conference championships, which they said, they've already said there's going to be none. So it also is like, what's the point of playing? Just yeah. to get ad revenue. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I know yeah. the point, but for, yeah, but yeah, for coaches and players, you know? Also, yeah. don't you think a lot of play? I w- I would think a lot of players who are going to be guaranteed um, players who already are high prospects for the NFL are probably going to opt out. They're like, this isn't worth putting my health at risk for this fucking half-ass season, right? I don't know. Trevor Lawrence has kind of been well, spearheading the return of college. Yeah, sure he yeah. is, but I would think there's probably and he's a the lot number of one overall pick likely. He seems yeah, uh, kind it's of weird. insane, though. Yeah, I don't really understand his desire to play. It's like, dude, you you could not play this season and you'll get drafted. You'll be the first overall Can you imagine player, how bad it would Justin be? Justin Fields are one and two, you know? Yeah, yeah. It would be so fucked up for him if he went out, played one season, and, like, tore his Achilles, and then yeah, it's like, right. your career's fucked for at least yeah. a while. Um, and for what? So that Clemson could win. Yeah, so Dabo Swinney can get his, his bonus or whatever the fuck he... Right. Because, yeah, it's it's weird, man. Like, again, I, I love college football. Like, it's no secret here. We we all do. But mm-hmm. it just doesn't... It feels wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and I don't like if anyone who really wants it back, I don't fault them. I mean, it's a little different for me because I don't have like, you know, the alma mater team that I root for. Like, I'm not mega diehard one team. Um, but like, yeah, I fucking am so glad that baseball is back and the NBA, all the sports that are back. So I get that. I get wanting them to come back. But I'm also just like, I just can't get over that it's like, it's just different. These are kids who aren't paid. And it's like, yeah, sure they want to come back. But like, does a 19-year-old know what's best for him? Usually not. Well, they're already <laughs> yeah. having these giant parties. Like on Alabama, at Alabama, there was a giant off-campus party that was like hundreds of people. And then I think 40-something people all tested positive that were at the party. And mm-hmm. that's already happening across campus yeah it happened um it's all over the news with university of north georgia in dahlonega yeah uh there was like a massive party there um which i don't know about you guys i didn't know that university of north georgia existed until i saw that and i'm from northern georgia so i only knew because i had a friend who taught there okay yeah i i i didn't know about that one either i didn't know it was yeah I didn't know there was a university in Dahlonega. That's for sure. All I know about Dahlonega is the mine train. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. There's Gone gold in them there hills. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was a ride at Six Flags over Georgia, which I'm sure we all remember. Um, sure. Dahlonega mine train. But yeah, That um, was like the easy roller coaster, right? That was like yeah, the, that, was, that was the one for pussies, yeah. 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 You had to be a major pussy to go on that one. Or Which, like a baby. I, I was a I was a pussy, so that's the one that I I went on that one like when I was really young and then I hit a certain age where I was like, Well, I'll go on this one and then I'll go on the big one. And then I hit a certain age where I like I would go on it for nostalgia. Oh yeah, then and later I was like, Oh, just for nostalgia I'll go on this dumb little one. But mm-hmm. you know. We favorite coasters, six flags. What do you guys got? I'm not a roller coaster guy, so I'm going to say none. I'm going to say the Z-Force. They should have never closed it. Just because people died on it doesn't mean you <laughs> shut down a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the favorite for the longest time was the Ninja because it was like when, I, when it first came out, it was like, holy shit, five loops. Yeah. Uh, and then it quickly became painful to ride. Yeah, that one hurt. Like, <laughs> that one, it would like bang the back of my head a bunch. So I yeah. just, my favorite was always Batman, the one where you were suspended. <laughs> I like the Superman ride where it would uh, you make lie you, down. It face. would make you lie down, and it felt kind of cool. Someone died on that one too. Yeah, the best. There one. was someone like down <laughs> on, below the track, and someone's like knee hit him in the head. It got decapitated. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And on the Batman ride, I think someone died sneaking in as well. It's just, Damn, dude. I did read about someone dying at a water park, speaking of death at amusement parks this morning. Uh, someone tried to get in for free, and they jumped the fence, and they climbed into a tube, I think, probably thinking it was the slide, but it wasn't. It was like a maintenance tube, and they got stuck in there. And someone Ooh. overheard them, like, moving and, like, whining, and they couldn't get to them in time, and they had to break everything down to get the body out. <laughs> it's insane. Jesus. Holy shit. Oh, man. Damn. Amusement parks, yeah. 
You want to get into a water park for free and then you end up dying, you know? It, it's yeah. as tale as old as time. Yeah. But yeah. I, I win awards, baby. I, I liked, I loved, there was a period where I loved roller coasters, but yeah, if you ask me like right now, I'd probably be like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need those thrills. I don't need to wait in line for a couple minutes. Yeah. A couple don't seconds. I need to wait in line and then like, you know, I don't, my body is more frail than it once was <laughs> probably just hurt me more so and like life is scary enough for me now so i don't need extra scares yeah i get enough thrills just uh opening my eyes every morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but um but yeah so college football we'll see i don't know i i still think they're gonna push through but i don't know how long it'll last yeah, It'll it's going uh, yeah. to be weird because they're pushing through with the NFL, which of course they are, but... Um, but that's a, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, there's way more money. There's People are getting paid. It's like, do we go down... Do we get on the NFL stories now? Sure. I mean... Yeah. I wanted to talk about, real quick, with the NFL, the one thing I wrote down before we get into Hard Knocks, because I imagine we might get into that, but... The Seattle Seahawks, I don't know if you saw that story. They cut a cornerback uh, who – he was a rookie. Like, I think he was trying to or, – or a, a practice player. He was trying to make the team, so it wasn't anyone serious or whatever. But Pete Carroll for training camp is doing a bubble for the Seahawks, right? They're all, like, living in a hotel or something together. Uh, he tried to sneak in a girl uh, by dressing her up mm. in, uh, like, a Seahawks player. In, wow. Uh, and then got busted. So yeah. it's already beginning. Yeah, had her in like Seahawks sweats and stuff. Yeah. So they just cut him. Yeah, they cut him all together. Yeah, which is, he you know. Probably they, wasn't going to make the team, but it's like you got to send a message. Sure. Like, yeah. A, you got to send a message. B, it's like if you have that profound lack of judgment during this time, it's like, sorry, dude. You clearly he don't also give a shit about anyone else on this team. He also <laughs> yeah. believed that 9-11 was done by an outside entity and not... Right, not an inside So that was job. the yeah, real reason was, Pete cut him? He was, but. Apparently he was very vocal at practice that day about how <laughs> Al-Qaeda, led by Osama bin Laden, executed the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And uh, yeah, I guess Pete didn't like that either, so... Which, you know, team captains told him, like, hey, man, that's fine. Keep it, you know, shh, just not, not at yeah. practice. But he was adamant about it. Yeah, exactly. And the coach so. heard it and was like, uh-uh, you're gone. Yeah, can't have that. You can't do that. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> obviously Bush and Cheney did it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what coach believes, that's, that's, that's the rule. Them's the rules. Yep. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's really stupid. And there's been a lot of, it's not the only story this week with pro players being dumb as shit. I guess while we're on that subject, the big one that really affected my fantasy team, but also was just really stupid was, um, Mike Clevenger and Zach Pesack of the Cleveland Indians, um, when they were playing the Chicago White Sox, I guess after a game, they like went out with some of Mike Clevenger's buddies is what mm-hmm. I think what happened. And what yeah. they, what, 
and Zach Plesak came back to the hotel at 3 a.m. and got busted by team security. And Mike Clevenger didn't come back to the hotel and just showed up on the plane and rode from Chicago to Cleveland with the team, not telling them that he'd been out all night with other people. And they claim like, well, we just went out to dinner with some friends and then went over to one of their apartments. We were just hanging out. It's like nothing, no big deal, which I'm like positive is not true. But my other favorite thing is Zach Plesak, nephew of Dan Plesak from the MLB network and MLB, the show <laughs> announcer and major blowhard his <laughs> nephew who also appears to be a major, major blowhard made an Instagram like explanation video in his car while driving so he's making a video basically saying like it wasn't unsafe what we did it's not fair but it's like dude blame the media he blamed the media he said the media is the worst he said um yeah he's like we got all these new protocols they were different from what they'd been just days before um all we did he said what they did was they like went to dinner and then went back to someone's apartment and were like trading baseball cards yeah something yeah. Oh, and, yeah, uh, like all adults do. Yeah, especially adults in the MLB. They're like, dude, let's look at baseball cards. Hey, I'll give you a Benito <laughs> Santiago for that, uh, <laughs> that McDowell. Um, so, yeah, and they made this whole video, and I think in his mind he thought, you could tell he thought like, dude, they're gonna, everyone's going to see it from my point of view once I do this, but instead it was just like, you look like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. All you had to do was be like, Hey, we fucked up. We're sorry. We're going to do better. But I think they're both still like basically not on the team. Like, yeah, they haven't, I don't think they've been allowed to rejoin. Yeah. They're at the, uh, the satellite camp or whatever. And I guess, um, a lot of the Indians players, uh, are, are really pissed at those guys. Um, I read Oliver Perez, said like if they come back he's gonna opt out for the rest of the season holy shit because um, part of the outrage too is that their teammate carlos carrasco uh had leukemia last year yeah and so there's a guy on their team who's you know who's had cancer high risk so he has he's a very high risk person so i think there's a lot of anger within the indians of like what the fuck is how selfish can you be yeah, and um, in that video also, Zach Plesak was like, I mean, you know, it's just not realistic to ask people just sit in their rooms. And it's like, bro, yeah, it I've been doing it for five yeah. fucking months. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just have to do it for, like, you get to go outside and play baseball for, and like... get millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. But he, no he's one spending his day, like, you. he goes to a city, and then he goes outside, plays baseball for, like, four or five hours, and then he just has to go back to a hotel. It's like... It's not that fucking hard. I've, yeah. for the most part in the last five months, I've stayed in a room and I've left for maximum like 30 minutes a day. But like, I've gone a week without leaving a room. Yeah, my wife and I go out for 40 minutes a week basically because on Saturdays we go pick up our CSA and it's a 20 minute walk there and a 20 minute walk back and then we'll get groceries as well. And like, that's our weekly outing basically. Yeah, but so, um, I don't yeah. want to fucking hear this fucking dickhead. And I know he's young. Like there, he's it only doesn't like, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I I have I have no patience for them. But did you guys see Mike Clevenger's apology video? No. Was, like he mm. he got on it and he was like, 
Have you been to DR- Giordano's Pizza, though? Have you been to Al's yeah. Beef? We had to go out, uh, though. He didn't yeah. say that, did he? No, he didn't. Oh, that'd be great if he did. If he, he did say like that, I had a crazy. All right. I'd welcome him yeah. back with open arms if he said that. Yeah. With arms right open. I had yeah. to go get an old style, you know? Hey, it's, what's wrong with a couple of frosty old styles and a Vienna dog? Come on. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Also, if you're listening and you don't know what Mike Clevenger looks like, just give it a Google. Yeah. Quick Google. Because yeah. uh, he's he's got a funny look, I think. Incredible pitcher. But, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing, too, is he just, like, shot himself in the foot because he was kind of being touted as, like, one of the top, probably top five pitchers in the league right now, I yeah. would say. He's very uh, good. Um, the thing that's been fucking me up about stupid people in fantasy has been the Cincinnati Reds, who had an outbreak on their team and haven't played since last week. So they're the second – NL Central team to have an outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also I had police sack, so I got fucked by by that too. I, I have Clevenger, and I have uh, Mike Mustakis from the Reds, and I had Juan Soto who had COVID. You know, I just had. I'm sure all of us in that fantasy league have taken some hits, but I had three guys opt out because I had Damn. Stroman opt out, Lorenzo Kane. And I forget who the third one was, but there was another guy who was just like, yeah, I'm not playing anymore. And I was like, oh, sick. I'm glad I drafted you guys. Yeah, yeah. I lost Soroka. That was pretty devastating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-COVID related, but. Well, that's the thing, too, speaking of that. Like, the injuries are just mounting across the league. There's, like, no pitchers left for anyone. It's rough. There's no pitchers. I mean, and if you look at the Braves alone, um, well, Acuna and Albies out. Acuna, Albies, um, yeah. Soroka. It's, uh, yeah. Well, and the Braves also had Felix Hernandez opt out before the start of the season. Uh, yeah. Fultonevich just crapped out completely. <laughs> like, yeah. all their pitchers, except for Max Freed, have just. Yeah, they, they signed uh, Cole Hamels in the offseason, yeah. and he still hasn't thrown a pitch. Still hurt. For him. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Somehow the Braves are still squeaking out some wins, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I'm still watching, but yeah, it's rough. It's as a Braves fan, it's like, um, it's rough to see all these players get hurt, and and yeah, I guess it's happening across the league, and there's still outbreaks happening. Like, I'm starting to feel like I they're gonna finish the season, but it's it's not gonna be pretty. It's gonna be weird. It's, there's so many teams missing games. And it's bad for baseball in terms of also, I don't think they have a plan. Like we talked about it last week, but they don't have a plan on how they're going to make up all the games the Marlins missed and all the games that the Reds are missing and the Cardinals and all that, right? No, not yet. Because yeah, right now they're going know. by winning percentage and Florida was in first place, but they had played not even half the amount of games that the Braves had already played. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to work th- that one out. I think they're just, like, crossing their fingers and hoping it works itself out. Hopefully a few teams will die, and then and we not- don't have to worry about them. I mean, I think yeah. in their in their minds, they're <laughs> hoping the Cardinals just come back and suck so much that they're just out of it. Yeah, they're it's- hoping the Cubs continue to dominate. Yeah, and the didn't the Cubs just lose a bunch in a row, though? Maybe I'm wrong. 
I don't know. They had they were the know. best team. They had the best record in the league for a while. Um, but yeah, on that note, uh, I did last week. I was excited to watch the Braves Yankees, which was very anticlimactic from a Braves standpoint because that's when Ronnie Acuna got hurt. So it was like, oh, like our star player, him and Albies were out. So they did they did pretty poorly against the Yankees. But I do want to mention. I said this on a text. I think Jack Curry and John Flaherty, uh, they look like the same person. They're two of the Yankees pregame guys, and they both look like one IRA assassin. Um, <laughs> they both have the same haircut. Same. I'm giving them giving them a Google right. Give now. them a Google. Jack Curry, John Flaherty, and they they basically look the same. They um, do look very similar. Yeah, yeah, they do. And the Yankees are without Stanton, right? He's one of the big stars of baseball who's Ooh. injured now. And they were missing yeah. Judge for a little bit too. And uh, like for baseball, but... it's bad to have their stars out like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For baseball, yeah. it's bad. For other sports, it's also bad. But um... Yeah, I mean, Stanton being out doesn't affect the NFL that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stanton has uh, – it's – I mean, I like Stanton as a player, so it, I'm bummed out for him. But there's a perverse pleasure I take as a Yankees hater Yeah, in the fact that they traded for him and he's he's barely played basically over like the three seasons that they've had him. So, yeah. You know, sometimes it's fun to watch the Yankees get fucked, you know? I yeah. get a perverse pleasure watching all the ex-Marlins continuously do well because, like, Marcelo Zuna yeah. is keeping the Braves afloat right now a little bit. He yeah. is, yeah. He really is. I I'm, I love watching him play. I, I hate watching him in the field. He is. Yes. It's yeah, kind of like watching myself if I were in the MLB. It's, like, kind of slow, looks a little lost. Arm strength is not, not there. He can barely get it to the infield. But... And when he bats, he's the same as you, too. Yeah, all over the place, huge, <laughs> massive dick. Big uh, power. Big yeah, power. Raw power at the plate. Yeah. I mean, remember when you were when you guys played softball all that time ago when mm-hmm. you, hit a home, you hit like 100 home runs in the season? 100 home runs in the season. That's right. That's it's right. Either 100 or zero. I don't really remember, but mm-hmm. it was one of <laughs> I those. I think it was 100. Pretty yeah. sure it was a hundred, yeah. I I don't really feel like rehashing it. So, um, but yeah, uh, I do got to say it more and more though. It's it's a hundred percent clear. Like I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but I think the best term in all of sports is dinger, and I love that they've embraced it and accepted it as like a in commercials on TV. They say dinger, and I mm-hmm. kind of love it. It is a great term. It's perfect. Dinger. Dinger, yeah. Dinger and slam dunk are right there. But uh, I think dinger takes the cake, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's like dinger and shuttlecock, you know? Sure. Sure. I'm a huge badminton fan. Oh, also, while we're talking about baseball, before we get move on, I did want to mention the um the whole thing that just happened with fucking uh oh, fernando yeah. tatis jr um oh yeah 
You Unwritten a, rules creep their head up again. I mean, yep. it's so stupid. He it's, hit a grand slam yeah. when they were already up, what, like nine? They were up, nine to, they were up seven, and it was a three-ball, no-strike count. Yeah. And he hit a grand slam, and for some reason, he plays for the San Diego Padres, and the Texas Rangers manager was like, I, I didn't much care for that. And it's yeah. like, yeah, no shit, dude. But- Two players for the Rangers got suspended today because uh, the pitcher like then beaned Manny Machado, and there was another guy who threw a tantrum somewhere. It's like, just shut up. Yeah. I don't know. It's like- I've never understood that, man. No other sport cares about running up the score that much. And baseball can turn so quickly like that. Exactly. That what if yeah. those four – like, what if they storm back and you never know? Yeah. Yeah. There's been a ton of, like, crazy comebacks this season already. So, yeah, it's not yeah. running up the score. And also, like, well, yeah, like, if you've got a juicy fucking pitch, you got to – you got to turn on it. There are so many arguments. It's like, these guys – the, the the salaries they sign they they get paid are based mm-hmm. largely off their stats. Yeah, incentive so based. Yes, yeah, so or even just like further down the road, they're gonna they're gonna say Fernando Tatis says you know he's hit 175 home runs in his first you know six seasons in the major league. You know, like every every stat counts is like money in the bank in some form or another. So, like, a guy's supposed to turn down a dinger and four RBIs when that's, like, what he's judged off of in his profession. And then also the, there's always, like, the argument of these these softy pitchers where it's, like, the best, the best hitters fail 70% of the time against pitchers. Like, pitchers generally are getting the upper hand – Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like oh, we're supposed to feel bad for you when you when you fuck up, or you know, like they're supposed to go easy on you. And come yeah, on, no. and come yeah. on. And Tatis is like one of the most. He's the future of one of the future stars of baseball. He's one of the most exciting and best players in the fucking league. Let the guy yeah. shine. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's, it's really crazy. Stupid. And like, I I don't think. Like, I don't mind all the unwritten rules. Generally, I think they're stupid. But, like, some of them I'm like, okay, but that one where it's like, wait, you want that guy to not try and hit a ball out of the park when the bases are loaded? Yeah. Maybe don't load the bases when you're down by, like, <laughs> yeah. shitload. Yeah, exactly. And his and Tatis said that he didn't see – he missed the, sign, the signal because the manager was supposed to signal, like, take a pitch here or whatever – he claims he missed it, and that's why he just swung away. Because his instinct was, "Oh yeah, I got a fucking down the middle fastball. I'm gonna crank that shit." Also, yeah, like yeah. What, what? Like if he gets walked there, like let's say it goes three, he takes that pitch, and then the fifth pitch is a ball. Like okay, then you just walked in a run. Or like, here's my question too. All right, so you're up seven. He takes there. He, it's a strike. He takes another one. It's a strike. It's a full count. You're going to swing away. You're never going to take on a full count. What if he cranks a home run there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's so stupid, and it's like it makes the sport look dumb because to any outsider, they're like, wait, you want people not to do cool stuff? Like, 
Yeah. What's wrong with your sport? Like, you get mad when people just score? take your loss and move on. Shut the fuck. Yeah. Up. yeah there's there's a million games. Like, if if it yeah, there's a game between those teams going on right now. Yeah. Like you got you yeah, got exactly. time to make yeah, it you, up. You, yeah. Like you'll get them next time, man. It's like every other sport. Oh, it's you're pissed off. You lost. Well, then you'll try that much harder to beat them next time. Yeah. And Come on. And also, like, I li- I heard Eric O'Flaherty make a pretty good point, which is like, if pitchers get so pissed off at that shit, then like, go ahead and do a celebration when you strike someone out or yeah, like whatever. Yeah. If you want to yeah. like show someone out, show someone up, go for it. No one's stopping you. I think we've gotten to the point where it's like we don't need to feel like everybody's, everybody's got to be a lunch pail, blue collar, dick in the dirt baseball player. You go in, you clock in, you do your job, you go home. It's like. No, the the fun players to watch are the Ronnie Acuna's or Fernando Tatis, or like the flashy players. Yeah, they're fun yeah. to watch. They make it an exciting sport. Yeah. So no, we all gotta. Everyone's gotta be like Jita. You gotta be boring and just spread STDs everywhere. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, be a I will quiet say- dirtbag. <laughs> yeah. I will say one thing that disappointed me massively. Uh, watching a Braves game recently was the Marlins got rid of their giant flamingo home run statue. I know. I saw that too. I was like, what the hell? Embrace the shit, man. Embrace the yeah. crappiness of your team. Have that thing yeah. out there. I know. I was like, why'd they do what, that? What home run flamingo? I don't know. They used to have a giant statue at Marlins Park in center field, and it was this huge flamingo. Whenever they hit home runs, it would like its wings would move or something. It's kind of like the way the the Mets raised the Big Apple. Sure. But, yeah, it it was like a ton of stuff, though. Oh, that's a very busy sculpture. Yeah. Flamingos, dolphins, a sun, seagulls. Yeah. Probably waves, if I had to guess. It's waves. But there was like a big flamingo, I remember, and everyone called the the big flamingo. But, um, yeah, it's not there anymore. Well, that's a that's a bummer. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I, mean, I like the Marlins embracing their just stupidity. Just tacky Florida vibe. Yeah. Sure. And they're a fun team right now, to be perfectly honest, because it's a bunch of nobodies. It's a bunch of mm-hmm. minor leaguers and Francisco Cervelli, and uh, they're actually kind of fun. It was, um, yeah. it was weird watching that first game in the series against them because they were – kind of whooping up on the Braves, and they were being real, like, they had all their little celebrations, yeah, they and they were little, the, yeah. the wave, the hand wave, yeah. and they were just yeah. like, woo! And it was like, oh, they're like, even though they just had an outbreak, they clearly, get like, bonded somehow, and are like, we're going to mm-hmm. shock everybody with how good we are, and we're going to have a good time, and it's... We're going to live forever. It was annoying to me as a Braves fan, but, like, sure, as an outsider, it was probably fun. But then it was fun for me as a Braves fan to then watch them lose the next two straight to the Braves. So I think the reason maybe for me uh, they stood out as fun is coming off playing the Yankees, who you're not even allowed to have facial hair because it's the most boring (laughs) team of all time, to then go, like, a young team of, like, a lot of Latin Americans living in – in Miami, just kind of like, hey, we don't give a shit. We're playing baseball, <laughs> a party. We survived COVID. We're going to live forever, you know? It was yeah. like, oh, it's a nice change. Because the yeah, Braves are kind yeah. of an in-between. They're like an, a happy medium of both. They are. Yeah, they used to be – I mean, I love 
the Braves, obviously, but under Bobby Cox, they had a pretty strict no fun policy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it was just like older school baseball, but now they, yeah, it is a nice mix of like fun players and then. Because the veterans will take it seriously. The young guys bat flip and, you know, have a good time. So it's, yeah, I, that's how it should all be. They should be a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, and then if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and delve in and do about an hour of hockey talk now. So, (laughs) yeah, I know you've been locked in, locked in on the playoffs. They did kneel after the Eric Trump tweet. They, some of the players started kneeling. Yeah. And the national anthem. I don't even know physically how you kneel with skates on, on ice, but yeah, for them. Yeah, man. Also they're doing like a bubble, like, it's like two different cities yeah. bubbled off, right? I mean, in, one they're in, in Canada, Canada, so they're safe. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I think it's like a Western and Eastern kind of conference thing or whatever, bubbling up. Well, good for them and good for people who like hockey. Uh, I'm not really one of them. I mean, I don't mind hockey, but to hockey on TV is just – it's not – it's hard to watch. It's hard to even follow what's happening to me. But, yeah. Hey. That's just me. That's just my opinion. <laughs> You're entitled to it, my friend. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching a ton of NBA, and it's been super fun. It's been awesome. I encourage people if you haven't check it out. The games have all been super close. I've been watching some too. I watched the uh, the end of the Clippers. Uh, Dallas Clippers yeah. Mavs game. I basically was just watching, just praying that, um, fucking what's his nuts wouldn't mount a comeback. Why am I blanking on his name? The, Luca. Yeah, Luca Doncic. Well, they would have, but they ejected Chris Stapps for the stupidest thing and kind of gave the Clippers the win. What was uh, the thing that they ejected? They got for? into like. He'd get, he'd gotten a technical for complaining about fouls, and then uh, I don't like the Clippers that much. I don't love them. I think it's a bunch of shitheads. I mean, they're fantastic. They're incredible, but it's a bunch of shitheads on a team. And so mm-hmm. they try to start shit with other people. And so, like, Marcus Morris tried to start some shit with Luca, and Chris Stapps jumped in to defend his teammate, and they kind of yelled at each other and, like, had a little shoving thing. And the ref teed him up, and that was the second technical, and he was immediately out. Hmm. And it was kind of bullshit. Like, even even other NBA players have been like, come on, man, that's ridiculous. You got to yeah. let us play a little bit. But even the lead up into the playoffs, I just got so behind Damian Lillard cause, uh, and the Blazers. Because, again, they played the Clippers, and I mentioned it last week real quick, where he missed a couple free throws at the end, and he, they were trolling him, like, on Twitter and everything. And his next three games, he scored 51, 61, and 42 to get them into the play-in game. And then they got to the play-in game against John Morant and the Grizzlies, and they beat them. And so now they're they're about to tip off right now against the Lakers, and that should be a really fun game. Nice. Might oh, have yeah. to tune in. Yeah, I might fire that one up. And the Bucks lost today, game one, to Orlando. Oh! Big uh, so upset there, right? Sort of, yeah. If, if pattern holds like it was last year uh, – Milwaukee losing to Orlando means that they're going to win the championship at the end 
And then, uh, as someone else said, Giannis will end up in L.A. Because the, the Magic did the same thing to Toronto last year. They mm-hmm. beat the Raptors in game one, and then Toronto went and won the whole thing. Oh, shit. Damn. But, yeah, that was a big upset. But the thing is, in the bubble, it's weird because there's no fans. So you don't have to worry about traveling to Cream City and dealing with the mm-hmm. Milwaukee fans. It's, sure, there's cream. no home court advantage anymore. Right. Cream City. For anyone. Cream City. Woo. Best nickname. <laughs> that is a good nickname. <laughs> cream City, baby. <laughs> I would not mind a Cream City jersey. <laughs> I'm about to take you to Cream City. Um, before we get off the NBA and, and wrap just up get the in show, a car and drive to Milwaukee. Sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up with the NBA and the show, I guess, um, I did want to also point out our, our buddy Luke sent us this. Uh, friend friend of the show and former guest bill simmons continues with his assault on bad takes and uh he was uh he was saying that luka Doncic and james harden's assists aren't the same he says hardens are cheap and don't contribute to winning even though they just beat the the rockets just beat oklahoma city in game one but without Mm -hmm. russell westbrook but um yeah, he said Luca's assists actually help winning, and James Harden's don't. That's amazing how Why? he can d- differentiate between yeah. assists. It's yeah, it's that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's the difference yeah. between those two players? I don't know. I don't. I don't really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They both play in Texas. They both mm-hmm. play point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, one's left-handed and one's right-handed. I don't, I don't that's know. Their, that's their. That's gotta be it, it, right? James I is think a lefty. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mystery solved, folks. Yep. Yeah, Bill Simmons sucks still, so. Bill yeah. S, man. Uh, what a what a there, there's a lot of grifters in the uh sports media universe, but he's we, I don't know. He's like he doesn't bring a ton to the table. He's not like fucking Stephen A. Smith where it's like, "All right, this guy's a blowhard, but he's fucking entertaining, you know?" And he, yeah. he was a beat writer for a long – like, he covered the Sixers and someone else, like, as a beat writer. So, he, like, worked his way up and sort yeah. of understands basketball and team he definitely culture. He, but, yeah, they both take – And he ex- sucks. Yeah. But he – yeah, you can tell he knows what he's doing. He's like, I'm going to take a super extreme take. Yeah. And I'm just going to be really loud and bombastic in expressing my opinion. And it's like – yeah, that's what you're on TV. Sure, go for it. Bill Simmons, it's, uh, he's just yeah. a fucking dork, man. Yeah, I mean, Stephen A. Smith knows he's like an entertainer, and and uh, Bill Simmons thinks he's like this like intellectual or whatever the fuck he thinks, yeah. sports <laughs> jur- journalist or whatever. It's like, you're just a nerd, man. I'm just a movie guy. I'm like a sports guy, movie guy. Ugh, I love ugh. culture. I love culture. It's pop I live culture. In LA. I hate his voice. Pop. It's pop culture. Yeah, it is. There's. It's. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know how you describe it, but it's, it's yeah. like nasally Boston, but stuffy, like snobby as well, mixed in there. Yeah, yeah but you don't understand. I was a bartender in Boston. I was a bartender. <laughs> Boston. Everyone's blue collar. 
I'm, I'm the yeah. most blue collar guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm from Connecticut, but you know. No biggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're pulling it up here. Damian Lillard averaged 51.3 points in the last three regular season games. So he's on fire right now. Damn. All right. Yeah, Portland, Portland's become kind of the team I've jumped on. You know, they're the eight seed. They're not going to win, but who knows? I'm hoping. I'm pulling for them. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going to tune in more more regularly now. Now yeah. the playoffs are upon us. I'm down. I'm, I'm, I love it. It's been great. And the games have been close, so that's been a nice thing. But, um, but yeah, now we get into NASCAR talk. and uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Rev truck your series. engines. Rev. The truck series. Yeah. <laughs> I love the truck series. <laughs> Trucks. Fuck yeah. I had a fourth grade teacher in elementary school. I had just moved, you know, I hadn't moved. I had been in Georgia that long. And she, like, kind of yelled at me and embarrassed me in front of the class for – she was like, you going to nationals? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, nationals. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. She was talking about like the drag racing grand nationals that they do down in Georgia <laughs> with those giant cars. Uh, everybody in Georgia goes to that. Yeah, it's like no one does. And she like, <laughs> she like embarrassed and emasculated me in front of the whole class. And I was like in fourth grade, I remember. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Come on, dumbass. Come on, man. Oh, they don't have nationals down in El Salvador. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forget. Y'all don't have cars yet. You just ride your donkeys everywhere. <laughs> ah, nacionales. Sí. Ay, los burros. Ah, rápidos. Los burros. Mucho rápido. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that just for some reason when I said truck series and started talking about NASCAR, it like all like, oh yeah, that's right. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> Miss Buffington. <laughs> Great name. I doubt she's alive. She was it's like, look, it's this is a body positive household I live in, but she was uh like six hundred pounds and could barely walk. <laughs> And I'm not oh, joking. No. I'm not exaggerating. She legit oh. had, like had a cane. She had problems because she was like a, uh, a TLC reality TV show character. Miss Buffington. <laughs> and she gave us Buffington bucks. And there was like <laughs> money from the classroom and you could buy candy and shit at the end of the week if you got a bunch of it. <laughs> I got 7,000 Buffington bucks. Well, then you get to have a night with me. (laughs) (laughs) You get the best candy of all. You get to scrub my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Because tomorrow's nationals. Tomorrow's nationals, I got to go. Oh, boy. But, um... Yeah, man, I I don't know. I, I could talk NBA all night, but we won't. Um... Next week, I'm going to be all NBA'd up. I'm going to have my opinions ready to go. You're going to Bill Simmons it completely. Yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah. I want to make a super team, and it's going to be all seven white guys that are currently in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> it's like, if you put these guys together, I think they'd, they'd win it. They'd win it all. 
they got they work hard they pay their bills on time they uh <laughs> but they're all european except for like pat Connaughton and kyle corver there's yeah there's like there's a couple of Oh, and the the guy from the, the Lakers, uh, Alex Caruso, who like enough. I, I will say that before we go, enough with the whole ironic Alex Caruso love. It's like that's the balding white dude he's the who's bald, actually athletic. Yeah. He looks like Will Quinn. If yeah, anyone, anyone okay. knows Will sure. Quinn, like a sure. taller Will yeah. Quinn. Um, okay, but. There's like this, you know, he gets voted into the All Star game and always because it's like a white guy. It's like guys, he played at Texas A and M. He was at an SEC college basketball player. Like he's always been kind of good. Like let's just get over the fact that he's white. Like if anything, you're embarrassing him. I don't get it. Don't care for that. But yeah, he's playing. He'll be playing tonight. But uh, we'll get your we'll get your all all white team next week. We'll get Kevin's all (laughs) white team. (laughs) Yeah, find the white guys and make a team. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be called the Boston Celtics. <laughs> but um yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up another classic up. I wanna thank Guns for being our sponsor. Um make sure you go get your gun. You're you're definitely gonna need it. You're gonna need them. Probably before November, but definitely afterwards. Yeah, oh, either, yeah. no matter what happens, you're gonna need them. Oh yeah, you're, one, you're gonna wanna be armed. Libtards who are listening, yeah, this is for you, libtards. Yeah, you got to fight your instincts. Go get that gun. For all the Q that's listening, this is also for you. And then you got to decide: do you want a gun to take people out, or do you want a gun that'll fit in your mouth? That's that's (laughs) up to you. (laughs) That's completely. We do want to say most guns, depending on your mouth size, most guns will fit in your mouth. Well, that is something you want to think about. But just consider it. Yeah. Some won't. So. I don't know how big yeah. your mouth is either. And in this yeah. pandemic and these COVID times, you don't want to go to the gun store and ask to try out and put your mm-hmm. mouth on different guns. No. It's not Just, safe. You want to keep your mask on. Do your research ahead of time. Measure it. Measure it. And <laughs> and it's like TV. You measure diagonal, not just up and down inside. You go by the mm-hmm. diagonal. That's how big your mouth is. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I might need one if I watch the DNC, but, you know. Just, yeah, and don't watch I won't. that. Don't I won't. I'm going to watch the playoffs. Yeah. But, no, in all seriousness, everyone, yeah, like, stay alive. Keep wearing your masks. Keep being safe. It's not over. We're still in the thick of it. So, please, just keep keep doing what scientists tell you to do. hmm Yeah. Amen. Including Dr. John Schnatter. In- especially <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> but yeah that's going to wrap it up and we'll be back uh, next week with another ep uh, hopefully so uh, stay alive everyone stay alive Rock and blast. he's pounded down loaded up and trucking are we going to do what they say can't be done we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there I'm he's pounded down Let's <laughs> go.